Welcome to the Barfly Podcast Season 2. My name is Jeff Burkhart, Barfly columnist for the Marin IJ and author of the book 20 Years Behind Bars and its newly released sequel, 20 Years Behind Bars, Volume 2, Parole Denied. Today, my co-host is Kevin Blum, Community Director for the online review site, Yelp. Welcome, Kevin. So don't worry about tomorrow, take it for today, forget about the chat, we'll get hell to pay, have a drink on me. Hello, and um, welcome back. We are lucky enough to have both uh, Felicia and Luigi Petroni from Piazza D'Angelo Restaurant in Mill Valley, a, a Marin County institution for, what, 34? Five years? 39. 39. You guys wow. are pushing 40. Yeah. Wow, looking good. Yeah. <laughs> looking good. And um, in a holding pattern of 39. Yes, yeah, so holding. Yeah, we're going to stay put at 39. Yes. Um, but uh, yeah, we wanted to talk to you today a little bit more about what it's like to take over a very successful franchise, which you know is your restaurant, your family's restaurant that both your father started, and how, what was that process in taking over leadership and then, you know, paving the way to hopefully attract new diners while still satisfying your regulars that you've accumulated over 39 years. I think first I'd love to find out a little bit more if you wouldn't mind just describing Cliff Notes version of what the family story was in starting D'Angelo's. Sure, yeah. Um, Our two fathers moved from uh, New York City in 1980, right? 81. 81. And uh, fell into Mill Valley and uh, and started D'Angelo or was it D'Angelo's? Yeah, it was D'Angelo's in '81. Uh, yeah. Yeah, um, with them and a business partner, Angelo. Um, Angelo. <laughs> yeah. The original. The original Angelo. <laughs> Angelo, yes. Angelo Rosselli. Uh-huh. They struggled, you know, immensely for the first decade or so. Took all their money and put it, dumped it into a remodel in the mid '90s, mm-hmm. and the place has been a success ever since. So you really think the remodel was uh, the magic that switch? Was, that was, yeah, I think that's yeah. really what put them on the map. Yeah, they actually yeah. started the restaurant. It was more of a fine dining experience yeah. when it was originally started. So mm-hmm. like they were doing tons of like tableside service, um, flambéing at the tables, Caesar yeah. salad, <laughs> Caesar salad, right? Sure. Um, yeah. And so it was more of a higher end concept of Italian. All the waiters wore, wore vests and bow ties. Yeah, they're all penguins. But that was the original <laughs> concept that they took over. Right. And then more they realized yeah. maybe it's time. Well, I think in the it's beginning, not what Mill wants. in the beginning it worked, and I mm-hmm. think um, kind of I think around when um, the chain Italian restaurants started opening up, like the Frantoio or the um, Fernaios and um, Piatti, Piatti mm-hmm. that kind of changed the whole you know dynamic of having a trattoria style restaurant, something a little bit more casual, more family friendly. Mm-hmm. And I think there was a little bit of a shift in demographics too in Mill Valley at the time. So right. I think that's where the remodel idea kind people of people were breeding in Mill Valley. Yeah. yeah, the hot tub parties worked. Hot yes, <laughs> they're not breeding anymore. They're not breeding anymore. No, no. Well, no, that's 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 very key. Obviously, you have to know your audience. You got to know your demographic, and um, so I'm curious now that you guys have taken it. What has it been a year now? Two years? Three? Three, Three years? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, time flies. <laughs> um, so when you guys went into it, I'm, I'm curious, what was your biggest concern before taking over the restaurant? Um, I think it was upholding the reputation that our fathers had built and like yeah. really making sure that we don't mess it up. <laughs> sure. Um, well, and, and making a name for ourselves too, I think, mm-hmm. was 
important just because our dads were such a huge part of the community and everybody knew them and the restaurant and you know we wanted to it was important for us to be accepted the way they were in the community and continue that too because mill valley is so unique in that it really has that sense of community and people Mm -hmm. know each other it's a small town it's a small town so you're seeing people on a regular basis that you get to know so for us to like continue that and really be a part of that was, I think, important for us. Mm. Yeah. And have you noticed the demographics changing in Mill Valley in the Absolutely. past since you guys yeah. taken yeah. over? Yeah. It's definitely yeah. shifted to younger families, you know, people coming from East Bay, San Francisco, mm-hmm. um, a lot of babies. to settle down. Yeah, a lot, lot of, of babies. babies. <laughs> it's the baby season nonstop. Yes. Um, okay. And then uh, how have you then, once you guys took over, how have you tried to accommodate that changing demographic? Yeah. Because you guys did a remodel as well, right? Right. Yeah. We, um, I think in the beginning, we really just kind of tried to learn our current customers and really kind of get a feel for what their wants were, what their needs were. And then I think we slowly started to introduce things like into our social media. We were starting to do more events like wine dinners, Mm -hmm. um, kind of revamping. Like we have a Monday night half off bottles of wine, like kind of midweek stuff to draw people in. Mm -hmm. Were these things, ideas, promotions, events that you kind of uh, thought about while you both lived in San Francisco and mm-hmm. were exposed to a lot of great restaurants? Is that something that you wanted to then trans- translate over into Marin County? Yeah, some of it were. And then some of it was also kind of what other restaurants were doing as well. So kind of just to you know stay on top of being slightly competitive and, sure, and offering you know more or less... And do you find all those things to be working? Yeah, actually. Yeah. We do like a classic Italian night on Wednesday night where we do really classic Italian traditional dishes. Um, For instance? <clears throat> like spaghetti meatballs okay. or chicken parm. Chicken parm right. um, kind of like the red sauce Italian-American yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. people love it. It's like sure. so nostalgic. So yeah. that's brought a lot of people in um, like on Wednesday nights we do that. So we, I think, also wanted to freshen things up because nothing really had been done, I think, since the original remodel in the 90s. Um, And I think things were starting to look a little bit dated. So we really took into consideration, though, not changing, you know, the whole entire look of the restaurant. We wanted to kind of marry the old with the new. Mm -hmm. Um, So we worked with a designer friend of ours, um, and I think he did, he nailed it. He did a really good job in helping us do that. The feel was very important to us because we wanted to make sure that everyone was welcome so right. we could cater to the people who were out on a date night or the family of four or five you know that wanted to take the kids out to dinner mm-hmm. you know we really have the flexibility of accommodating everybody mm-hmm. and creating that type of atmosphere mm-hmm. i think most restaurants struggle with yeah but given you know the size of our restaurant and kind of the way we operate um you can play on many levels yeah. also where you are right yeah. Yeah. right right i mean that makes yeah. it very convenient mm-hmm. yeah well and it's fascinating too because given now 39 almost 40 years and we've seen a lot of restaurants come and go especially in downtown uh, mill valley and all over marin and everywhere what do you think it is that is i don't want to say the secret of your success but like what do you think is it that makes you guys such an anchor that people generations you know come in and dine at your place for? I think it's the fact that one of the owners is always there. Um, You know, before it was either my dad or my uncle, and then now it's either Luigi or myself. Mm -hmm. Um, We have a great team, and and they're totally capable of doing, you know, great things. But I think people like seeing that um, there is an owner there and saying hi to them and recognizing them, and it makes them feel kind of like they're at home. Yeah. 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 
And right. I think that's getting harder and harder to find in restaurants now. And yeah. um, it's kind of nice to be able to kind of go to your second home and have yeah. dinner. And, and, <laughs> and we like to welcome everybody. So, you yeah. know, a couple walks in in their sweatpants and T-shirt, you can give them the best table in the house. Yeah. You know, if you've got a right. two-month-old baby and he's screaming his brains out. Yeah. <laughs> Come on in. <laughs> you know, there's no... Yeah, we just... we. We just really try and make everybody feel like they're at home, and mm-hmm. I think that's one of the biggest things that draws people in. A lot, you know, a lot of restaurants tend to wish for a clientele, right, and not be so much prepared for the clientele that they do get, right? So that they have this idea of some, you know, what non-existent even maybe uh, group of people. You guys didn't really have that mm-hmm. because you started off with with a concept already that had a, a, a large following and you're just trying to add to that. Right. And so have you found that to, to be quite successful, adding new people? I mean, one of the things in Marin County is that it is there, it's, it's competing demographics, like you were saying with the people with the sweatpants right. versus the people in an evening gown. Mm-hmm. I mean, you get right. you really do get both of those right. every Friday night, wherever, right? Yeah. Absolutely. I think it's been easier for us to add families, um, but not so much maybe the younger demographic. So like kind of maybe more of like the bar demographic that's in their you know, late 20s, early Mm -hmm. 30s. Um, Because I think they still kind of maybe see us more of as like a traditional family restaurant, not as like the hip new place Mm -hmm. with like great music. Right. Um, People aren't coming here to go clubbing. Right. Right. Do you think that's a a product of the environment too? I don't think there is a big 25 to 35 demographic demographic in in the Valley. But um, I think for the most part, um, what's amazing is because a lot of our clients, um, they have families that have grown up together with us. So mm-hmm. now we're seeing a lot of their kids that are bringing their kids in. Right. So it's pretty awesome to see all the generational customers yeah. that we have. And, and I would say at least 50% of the people that walk into our door were first name basis with. That's yeah. great. So that's, I, that's amazing. I, that I is think, amazing. I think it's hard for a lot of restaurant owners to say that. Yeah, you know, but I, I I'm pretty confident it. You know, at least half the people that I seat on a Friday night, I'm, I know their names. Right. Yeah, and they know yours. Right? They know so that, that's, that's yeah. part of that that, that wonderful di- demographic of the restaurant business or yeah. dynamic of the restaurant business. Well, and speaking of like families, I bet you both are now having your own families. Um, you just had your second child. Uh, Felicia is expecting her first. Uh, um, like next month. Yep. Oh boy. <laughs> but uh, I'm curious uh, how what that um, how do you juggle both you know a growing family or getting ready to grow your family as well as a growing business. Not that you're a new business, but your business is always growing. Right. Yeah. Um, I would have to say it's like any other company. You know, it in in the sense that you've got you know work and home life balance. Mm-hmm. I think in the restaurant industry, the thing that makes it more difficult are those hours are kind of reversed. Mm-hmm. So you're away more in the evenings mm-hmm. and you're at home more in the mornings, right. which can make it, you know, tricky on any household. But but you guys also grew up in that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think so other, yeah. other than yeah. that. alien concept to you, right? Yeah, other than that for us, at least the way my wife and I have, have found it, um, just adapt to the schedule. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
But it's well, interesting because even when we were growing up, though, I feel like we didn't really see our dads as much right. as as I'm sure that our kids probably will see us more because um, right. they were really in like they were waiting tables. They were yeah, they were doing yeah, everything at the time. Yeah. They didn't really have sure. you know people to kind of delegate it to. So they were really hands on in the business. Right. Whereas now we've kind of been able to at least, you know, hire some assistant managers and mm-hmm. um, and kind of delegate a little bit of responsibilities to some of our staff, which has been helpful. Yeah. Well, do you find that the family thing also, are there any down downsides to that? I mean, you're with your family. Yeah. I mean, sometimes that's good. Sometimes that's not right. so good. Yeah, right? yeah you know, challenges. On, on, the, on the 13, 14-hour days, you, you know, you miss out on some of the stuff that maybe you wouldn't if you worked a regular 9 to 5. Right. But, um, you know, modern technology, FaceTime. Mm-hmm. It texting, helps. texting, <laughs> yeah, texting yeah. of course. Well, and you yeah. guys have been very impressed by uh, something I know that you know your dads weren't because well, they didn't grow up with it with the social media. You guys are all over social media now. Yeah. Um, what do you do? You doing like Facebook and Instagram yeah, Facebook and Facebook and Instagram. And then I know you do a lot of email newsletters mm-hmm. and things like that. Um, can you describe that process? Yeah. Well, I think just being having a presence has been really important for us because we didn't have any and that's one of our strategies in terms of like getting into you know people that don't know about us already because there are a lot of people moving into town that may not know about us Mm -hmm. um and I think for us it's also just another way to kind of communicate with our customers and like show them everything that we're doing And, Mm -hmm. and we're doing some really exciting stuff like we just wrapped up a food tour um, of southern Italy last month where mm-hmm. we uh, focused on a separate region every week and did like a special menu and wine pairing with it. How'd that go? Really well. I mean, and Great. our local, like, you know, our regular customers are really even excited about it too because it's like something new that they can do and try and mm-hmm. um, if people are, you know, staying in town for the summer, it's like they kind of feel like they're going to Italy. Sure, right, right. <laughs> um, you don't so, need a passport. Yeah. Yes. Or a 12-hour plane. cheaper, cheaper <laughs> exactly. version. Yeah. Well. So it's been, that's been really fun. And I think it's been nice being able to control our voice through the social media platforms. Hmm. I think before we close, a question I was sort of inclined to ask is now that you have more or less taken over the family business, do you think with your kids, you would ever be interested in passing it on to them? Absolutely. Really? Yeah. I think it would be great. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, I just, I, I see... You know, I don't know how to explain it, but it's just, I feel like the relationship that my father and I had just exponentially grew in the whole process. Mm -hmm. And it was, it was very satisfying to see and feel. And I would only want that with my, you know, obviously if they're not interested in the industry, that's one thing. You're not going (laughs) to force them to do it. Right. Right. But it was just really cool to have that kind of dynamic and to see you know the way that the interaction and the feelings and all that all that good stuff between my father and I it was just it was a cool process it was very cool mm-hmm. and very gratifying so don't worry about tomorrow take it for today please join us next time when we welcome Jed Roberts proprietor of Jack Woodfire Pizza Shoreline Coffee Shop and the newly opened Watershed Restaurant my name is Jeff Burkhardt thanks for listening